Welcome to the Sages Among Us. What makes a community great? Most importantly, it's the people who live and work there and are engaged in community life. The Sages Among Us focuses on those people, what they do and why they do it, and celebrates the leadership, time, and energy they bring to making a positive difference for all of us. Good evening and welcome to Sages Among Us on KVMR. My name is Taylor Wolf, one of your hosts for the Sages Among Us, and my guest tonight is Maddox Eckerling, high school senior and local LGBTQ plus and mental health activist. Uh, Maddox, how are you doing tonight? Good. Thank you for having me. We're really excited to have you here. So Maddox, a little bit about you. Uh, Maddox Eckerling is a local LGBTQ plus and mental health activist in our community. As both a leader of the Bring Change to Mind and Gender Sexuality Alliance Clubs at his school, Maddox works to help educate his schoolmates on LGBTQ plus awareness and destigmatizing mental health issues. In addition, Maddox is the president of the Associated Student Body, otherwise known as ASB, and is an active member of both his high school site council and the high school district's LCAP committee. He works tirelessly through these three groups to make his peers' voices heard and amplified, ensuring that LGBTQ plus students and students with mental health challenges are understood and advocated for. As a queer youth who struggles with anxiety and depression in our small rural community, Maddox has seen firsthand the difficulties within these two communities he is so closely identifies with. Next year, Maddox will be attending San Francisco State University, where he will earn his BA in sociology and then go on to get a master's in social work. He plans to dedicate his life to community service and uplifting those voices who too often go unheard. His primary goals are to be a community educator and a policy advocate fighting for government change to help protect and uplift LGBTQ plus people and those who suffer from mental health challenges. So again, Maddox, welcome to the show tonight. Uh, We're happy to have you with you. And it's really uh, unique for us to have someone who's, you know, still in high school in our community on the show. Um, And it sounds like you have some big steps ahead that you're looking forward to. So I'm looking, I'm looking forward to talking through it. Um, and graduation is coming up yes. as well. And so that's next week for you? Yes, next Wednesday I'll be graduating. Very exciting. Congratulations. Um, and congratulations if we have any other senior or graduating listeners out there or parents of graduates <laughs> to be congratulations as well. It's coming up quick. Uh, so Maddox, let's just uh, start out with learning a little bit about you and your background in growing up. Uh, did you grow up here locally? Yeah, so um, I've always been in Nevada County. Um, when I was first born, my parents had a house in Nevada City, but barely, very shortly after I was born, we moved to Penn Valley into Lake Wildwood. Um, then when I was nine, we moved to a ranch in Penn Valley. And then finally, um, at the beginning of high school is when my parents moved up to town. So currently we live in Grass Valley. Awesome. So you've lived all throughout western Nevada County and have gotten a feel for a lot of different, uh, I guess, types of life in yes. Nevada County as yeah, well. Yeah, absolutely. That's great. Um, and tell me a little bit about, you know, growing up. Have you always been as engaged as you are currently in in these different issues that you are now? I have not. So I didn't start um, realizing that my that I was not straight until seventh grade. Um, and I didn't start coming out till the end of freshman year, sophomore year of high school. 
um, and my mental illness didn't start to perk its head, if you will, until the end of sophomore year of high school. And it wasn't until I became, you know, an, out as queer and I started to realize all the the issues um, regarding having a mental illness that then I decided there's some issues in this this community and in this the whole system in general that we need to fix these. And so as I started to struggle, that's when I really became passionate about helping others so that they didn't have to struggle as much as I did um, because I want to help make it better for the next generation. So I really, um, all throughout high school, I've been involved in the high school culture. I've been in ASB all four years. Um, the past three years, I've been working on site council. The past two years, I've been doing LCAP. And then about the past year and a half is when I've really been trying to get into the community at large to really um, uplift those voices of those that are marginalized. Great. So let's uh, focus in on Bring Change to Mind and the Gender Sexuality Alliance, which are two clubs that you're, yes. sounds like a little bit more recently as far as student groups involved yeah. in um, at the high school. Were these existing clubs or clubs that you spearheaded? So they were both existing. Um, Bring Change to Mind has been active at Godoti for years now. Um, I became the president of it last year. And um, after COVID, it kind of started to fall off um, because there wasn't a lot of members. It was hard to get engaged with the school through COVID. Um, and so as we came back from COVID, I became the president and it was trying to figure out how can we be more active in our school. So we started to do events and um, outreach to the whole school to help build up that club um, so that it can you know continue to grow and in terms of GSA it has been a club for a few years now um, I co-led it last year and then my co-leader graduated um, and so I led it myself this year um, and both of those clubs have gone through a lot of changes um, with me as leader and we've tried to help make them easier and more accessible for students um, and we tried to allow them to be out in the community more because we wanted it to not feel like an exclusive club. We wanted it to be something that every student could access even if they didn't show up to our weekly meetings. And so you just mentioned every student. You mentioned Godoti earlier. Are these clubs that are um I guess not just specific to one school, but throughout the high school system or school system in general or even further into the community? So many schools have GSAs. They all work differently. There's no sort of overarching organization behind GSA. Um, it's different school to school depending on the leaders. And so it's even different year to year. Um, next year, GSA is going to be very different with the leaders that are coming up. Um, but Bring Change to Mind is actually a national organization. And they work with high schools across the nation. Um, in our high school district, Nevada Joint Union High School District, there are two Bring Change to Mind clubs, one here at Godoti, and then there's another one at Bear River. Um, we would love for there to be one at every school, but because they're an organization, they can only fit so many schools because they have an advisor and um, all of that. But we would love for it to be at every school. Um, unfortunately, it's only at the schools that they're able to accommodate. Great. It sounds like um, they have very similar purposes, but I would imagine they do different things, too. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about um, maybe let's start with the Gender Sexuality Alliance, GSA first, and then bring change to mind, too, and really what differentiates these two clubs? Yeah. So um, sexuality and gender and mental health are two very separate things, mm -hmm. even though there are some overlapping things that we see. Um, but GSA is really about bringing um, queer students, questioning students, allies. Um, we're really trying to get more allies to come to GSA um, to just learn about different issues, learn about identity, self-expression, um, just learn that they're valid and they're loved. 
um, and we do check-ins. We just talk about different issues in our lives. As students um, are coming out or trying to figure out their own sexuality or gender, they're able to come to this club and speak their truth and get advice or just, you know, a hug and a smile or whatever they need. So it's really just a safe space to be yourself and get whatever you need out of it um, to help with your own journey of self-expression and exploration. In terms of um, bring change to mind, we really want to get to the whole school because mental illness is something that everyone um, is exposed to, even if it's something as simple as simple excuse me, as simple as anxiety, um, many people experience it. And even if you don't have um, a mental health disorder or illness, you still may experience symptoms of something, right? Many people experience symptoms of depression or anxiety and they don't have it, but we still want to help those students. We also want to give resources to students um, about how to help their friends, how to help those that they're seeing struggle, as well as we do a lot of work on sleep hygiene and um being kind to those around you and to just not judge a book by its cover because that's something that so many people go through is mental illness is such a silent disability. It's something that n unless you're open about it, no one knows that you go through it. So we just want to teach everyone to be kind to everyone else so that no matter what someone's going through, you're not triggering them or making things worse. You're right. Very two um, separate and different issues, but really complex and big issues to yes. tackle, especially in today's day and age. Um, so I know that recently you actually spoke at the state capitol, I believe, yeah. on behalf of Bring Change to Mind. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, that experience? Yeah. So um, Bring Change to Mind's advisor or the advisor for California um, is part of or was presenting Bring Change to Mind at the California State Capitol when they were launching California Moves, which is an initiative, um, with the whole name of it is California Moves for Mental and Physical Well-Being. Um, it's the month of May. It's an initiative to get people moving to better both your body and your mind. And so Bring Change to Mind was one of the organizations that was helping to organize and sponsor the event. They were also tabling at the event. And so I was invited to come and speak on behalf of Bring Change to Mind, urging Californians to move for their mental health, because that's something that is a lot of time put on the back burner. We're talking about movement for physical health, but what about the mental health? Because movement is so vital to your mental health. Um, it actually ended up saving my life personally. And so I shared my personal story um, and how, you know, movement helped me. And then I urged Californians to start moving, not just this month of May, but every day, because just 30 minutes of exercise will drastically improve your mental health. It helps you sleep better, um, puts you in a better mood and just overall improves every aspect of your life. And you um, I was lucky enough to watch the video of you speaking at the Capitol um, and you you shared your personal story, like yeah. you just said, and it's it's very it's very personal, and it's it's a big step to share something like that. Was there any hesitation in sharing such a personal story at on a state platform? You know, that's come up a few times because I'm very open with my personal story. I'm very open. I've spoken in front of the school. I've spoken in front of the school board. Um, I show up to places, and I'm like, hey, this is me, and I just lay everything out there. And I've done it numerous times. And every time people, you know, they ask me the same question, and to me, it's not hard. And the reason I say that is because if I don't share my story, things aren't going to get better. 
because the way that we improve and the way that we help other people is by sharing our stories and bringing light to the issue. The only way to bring light to the issue is to first share the issue. And so by sharing my story and explaining what happened to me, I'm able to help those that are unable to share their story. I'm able to bring light to the issue and hopefully be able to cause change. Um, after every time I've shared my story or every event that I've been able to speak at, someone comes up to me and they're like, thank you so much because I'm unable to share my story for whatever reason it may be. And you sharing your story that has a sliver of my story in it just gives them hope. It gives them happiness. It allows them to know that they're not alone, that there are people out there working to help them um, when they may not be able to help themselves. And you touched on it at a high level, but from our listeners out there, would you be willing to share a little bit about what your story and background is that's really, um, you know, brought you to this place where you're, you are sharing it and you are advocating on these really complex but important issues. Yeah. So other than my journey with sexuality, I identify as a queer man. Um, I've struggled with mental illness. I have diagnosed um, generally anxiety disorder as well as um, depressive disorder. And the depression hit really hard um, last November, actually two Novembers ago. Oh my gosh, it was two Novembers ago. Um, and I ended up attempting to take my own life. Um, fortunately, I was not successful and I ended up spending 10 days in the hospital, three of which I was in the ER. They were trying to find me a placement um, in a treatment facility. And then I finally was able to get into a facility and I spent seven days there um, just in the facility with 20 other uh, youth um, and we were there for seven days and I was working on my own mental health, trying to get things back in order. Um, and then I came back. Um, we went on to Thanksgiving break and then we get back from Thanksgiving break. And now it was figuring out, OK, how do I do school now? I had just missed, you know, a bunch of school and. I was behind. I was still not in a great mental state. Um, recovery from a suicide attempt takes a long time. Your mind is not in the same place it was um, for a long time. And so getting back into the groove of things, I then started working with staff on getting a 504. And that was a huge um, eye-opener to me of how the support system in school is designed and how it doesn't necessarily help students that are affected from non-physical disabilities. Um, it's much easier to uh, help a student that has a physical disability um, to help make sure that they're, you know, situated in a good place and that they can see the board. But when you have a mental illness, there's only so much that they can do or are willing to do. And there's so many other things that you struggle with. And so we found that it's a lot of active um, advocating for yourself and f trying to fight the system. And so that doesn't help when you're struggling from your own issues. And so being able to see that really opened my eyes and seeing all the issues within the hospital system when I was there, it just opened my eyes to all those issues in the system in terms of supporting those who struggle. And so now I want to help create change so that those that struggle can have better support. I'm sure for those who, you know, maybe see a sliver of their own story and yours too, that really can make a meaningful impact. Have you um, come across stories where you really feel like the work that you've been doing the last couple of years is making that that life-changing difference for other people. Can you talk about that a little yeah, bit? Yeah. Um, 
there's a lot of people that have come up to me. Um, I just did a suicide prevention training for the juniors at my school a, f- a week ago, and afterward I got an email from a student just saying how thankful she was that I came in and was addressing these issues that... Because the training that we did was not just how to help yourself, but how to help those that you love. And she had a loved one that was going through it. And so it just helped her to be able to be like, okay, this is how I can be supportive. This is the things that I can do. And these are the things that I shouldn't do. Because I think a lot of the time people are like, what do I do? What do I not do? And so that was really helpful to her. I've had students that as I've been able to shed light on the importance of um, queer issues, someone was able to come out and is now, you know, living, you know, a very out and proud life. And to me, it just gives me chills every time I, you know, hear those stories of being able to empower someone to empower themselves. For listeners just tuning in, we're about halfway through our show, and we are talking with Maddox Eckerling. He is a high school senior about to graduate next week. Congratulations. (laughs) Thank you. Um, And a local activist in LGBTQ. LGBTQ plus and mental health uh, issues. Uh, We are inviting callers. If you do have a question for Maddox and would like to call in, uh, give us a call at 530-265-9555 while you're listening to us on Sages Among Us uh, until 7 p.m. So Maddox, you know, getting a little bit more um, into why you do what you do, you just talked about the impacts on a very personal level uh, for some people in our community and, and why your work is meaningful. Um, can you talk a little bit on a broader level of why you think this local advocacy is important to the community and how the community is better because people like yourself step up and do it? Yeah. So one of the biggest things that I've been able to do so far is for my senior project this year, I held a community event at the Miners Foundry. Um, which was a panel of myself and four other LGBTQ youth. And we just discussed the issues that we face and how people can support us and be better allies. And we had over 260 people come and listen to that event. And every time I go out in public, there's still someone that was at the event that is still speaking about the event. Um, I get friends that are like, oh, I ran into this person and they were talking about your event. That was so cool. And it's just been echoing across our county Um, about the issues, and it starts the conversation. So when we start the conversation locally and sort of in a small area, we're then able to send it out. We start that conversation, we get the interest building, um, the pot starts percolating, if you will, and then it starts to to grow. And as we um, explore it in our smaller community, then people bring it to other communities and it starts to grow and it starts to get larger and I start to make connections, right? When I make the connections at my high school um, with Bring Change to Mind, I then got invited to the Capitol and I met some people that want to do more work with me at the Capitol. And so as I do these smaller things, I'm able to get the connections to do bigger things as well as start the conversation that will hopefully grow. Great. And it looks like we did uh, get a call-in question for you. So I will let Keith Porter, our engineer, bring it in. Go ahead. Give Hello, caller. Go ahead and ask your question. Yeah, I would like to. I would like to say congratulations, Maddox, on your graduation. Thank you. And uh, that you are a thriver, not a survivor, but a thriver. Thank you. Yeah, I, I love that language. I think that's really cool because. Yes, I survived, but I'm now thriving, and I'm now doing these amazing things. So thank you so much. 
in your place, this Nevada County is a phenomenal place for many decades. And I want to ask you, are you willing to go run for a state office after you get into college and just forward the motion of what your agenda is, but also like human beings have anxiety and we need to all have a discussion about what's the anxiety about. Yeah, I think that's a wonderful question. And after I finish my undergraduate and I go to get my bachelor's in social work, I do want to join the political sphere. So whether that looks like, you know, becoming an elected official or whether that looks like just being an advocate for policy or speaking up against things, um, whatever it looks like that I need to do, I'm ready to do it. And if that looks like joining public office, then then that's what I'll do. That's great. So I want to throw something um, curveball. The Blinken family, who is uh, he's a... The senator in our United States government, he's, he um, is talking about AI and that we might not have time to get around AI, which is artificial intelligence, which is going to take everything that you are, that all human beings are, and fast forward into saying that you said this, I said that. We didn't say that. So I just want you to, while you're going into your undergraduate study, to like stand firm against artificial intelligence because you're a real human being and a thriver and we need to make laws instantaneously right this week, next week and the next six months against the robotic world ahead of us. All right. Thank thank you so much. Uh, We are duly noting the AI comment and, uh, uh, really appreciate you calling in. And again, Thriver. That's <laughs> a really beautiful, beautiful word. Yeah. Um, so getting, you know, back to a little bit about advocacy in the community, um, how how can others support the causes that you advocate for? And I'm realizing this interview is right in the middle of two important months that you advocate for. May uh, is Mental Health Awareness Month, and we have Pride Month coming up in June, yeah. I believe. So how can others get involved? The thing that I tell everyone when they say, how can I be an ally? How can I help? The thing I want to tell everyone is just show up. Just show up. When we plan events, when we are working on creating policy, just show up. Whether you have something to say or you just want to be there and support, show up. That's what we need people to do. Um, You know, sending letters to your elected officials can be great, but also showing up in numbers. When we people when 260 people showed up to the Miners Foundry on March 23rd um, for my senior project, it empowered me. It made me extremely excited and it gave me this huge boost of energy to keep going. And when those sort of things happen, it not only, you know, supports those that are working towards things, because like I said, it empowered me and it gave me more energy, but it also shows the people that um, are of a different point of view that, hey, we support this and we think it's a good idea. So when you show up and you say, hey, LGBTQ issues matter, hey, you know, mental health issues matter, you're telling those that believe they don't that no, we actually believe they do because they do matter. And so we just got to show up, we got to show out, and we got to tell everyone else, um, spread the word. 
And uh, to our recent caller's question about running for office, uh, tell us a little bit about how your recent accomplishments, including your senior project, which sounds uh, like it was an amazing accomplishment. It was, yes. Uh, how, how has that inspired you or really drove you towards this um, career in social work and public policy? Both of those are really hard work. Yeah. Um, so tell us about your decision to go that route and what inspires you to do so. So um, the end of junior year, I met my first social worker. Um, she was going to start a social work internship um, at Cadoti. And she's working on getting her master's right now. She just graduated for her bachelor's. Um, and she just re-taught me what social work is, the amount of work that you can do with it, how broad that field is. And then I've been meeting people. When I, I met with the LGBTQ California State Legislative Caucus, they came to town um, for a rural uh, California tour. And I was able to have dinner with them. I gave their chair and vice chair a tour of Nevada City. And throughout conversations with them, I realized that many members of the caucus, many members of the political field in general, are social workers. They are people that have gone to school to learn about the community and the world at large, and they're now working to better it. That's what social work is. It's about going to school to learn about the issues within our community, to learn about the different communities and groups of people there are, and then to get out in the world and help those people and make the world a better place. Um, and so when I learned about that, I was like, this is me. I need to do this. And so I'm now on the path for social work. Um, when it comes to public policy, I've always been interested in government. I think it's a really cool thing. I show up to every single school board meeting. They're many hours long, way past my bedtime, but I still show up to them because it's meaningful. And to me, it's interesting. It sends my friends to sleep, but to me, it's interesting and it's really cool. And so when I'm able to do those things, it really proves to me that what may be boring to someone or unimportant to someone, it's important to me. And because it's important to me, I want to keep doing it. And again, for our listeners out there uh, who may be tuned in halfway through, we are talking to Maddox Eckerlin, and you are listening to The Sages Among Us on KVMR. Um, so, you know, you're just heading out, graduating high school, heading out to college, San Francisco State University, yes. and hoping to get your master's in social work, too. Is that yes. correct? Um, so you have a lot ahead of you. Um what in your future do you envision some of those big accomplishments being? What what do you dare to dream, so to speak, for your future? I just want to be able to continue to make an impact. Um, I've already impacted so many lives, you know, in high school, and I've already been able to do so many incredible things and meet incredible people that I just want to continue. I just want to keep going and keep fighting the good fight and see where it takes me. Um, I'm not one to, you know, make big predictions or something because I dreaming is amazing and it's something that we sh all should do. But at the same time, if you spend all your time dreaming, you can't get your head down and do the work. And so uh, my dream is that I can improve the world in some way. And how I'm going to do that is just get my head down and just start working and just start, just start. Um, I think that's the biggest thing is to just start. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, for, for being at a younger age in life, too. Um, you've had some pretty great experience in being engaged in the community. What have you learned about civic leadership or leadership in general? I've learned that it's hard. 
Um, I've had, you know, a lot of praise, but I've also got people that are not happy with what I'm doing and people that are very against the different things that I'm doing. And it's not all sunshines and rainbows and it's not all glorious. Um, but the moments when you're able to impact someone's life and someone is able to tell you how much you've helped them, it makes all the haters just it makes it worth it because helping just one person um, just makes me feel so honored that all the the hate just sort of goes out the window. And we are looking at less than two minutes left of our time together. It always flies by. So um, any final thoughts you want to share about leadership, civic engagement, or even just our community in general? Um, Yeah, I think our community is really wonderful in that it's very, we're able to do these sorts of things for being a rural community. Um, Growing up in this rural community, I was really worried that I wouldn't be able to make change and I've been able to prove myself wrong and that's a wonderful thing. And with when it comes to civic engagement and leadership in general, I think the biggest thing is to just start. That's that's my big, big preach is just start, just show up. Things will happen. You just got to show up and you got to do it. Well, there you go, folks. You've been listening to The Sages Among Us on KVMR. Thank you to my guest tonight, Maddox Eckerlin, high school senior and local LGBTQ plus and mental health, health activist. And thank you to our listeners to joining us and all that you do to make our community just a little bit better. 